Oh, see, we're we're actors though. Like that's we feel compelled to play the the character the whole night. I'm about to be. You're about yeah, to be what? what? what do you I mean, I've done I've done a few movies like where I was like acting like a, a tough guy. So I'm like, yeah. that's not really acting. I've been pretending to do that my whole life. <laughs> like pretend you're really angry and you want to punch a guy. And I'm like, yeah, man. Okay, that's easy. Here we go. And I'm not Tony Hall. Hey, everybody. It's Jason Ellis and Tony Hawk. Hawk vs. Wolf, greatest podcast of all time in the history of the universe. What, what he said about our podcast, uh, and we have decks that are of the podcast signed by the greatest skateboarder signed. of all time in the history of the universe and me dang i was gonna go away with that <laughs> this is uh the same graphic that we used before but with gold background special so it's edition better. it's like my teeth but better it's number one it's and signed. the diptych which is uh two decks go side by side signed by each of us right there black with silver i love this board so much tim bearing art on both of these shout out to tim and get yourself one of these bad boys. Gold-plated Hawk versus Wolf signed deck and black and silver diptych available now. Get one today. Uh, you can get it at TonyHawk.com and in the shop right there. There's a little menu, upper right, shop. See both of these. Click add to cart and we hope you give it to someone that has liked and described already. Yeah. Make sure you do that if you haven't. Thank you. But I got asked to do a role and it's like the main part. It's like a little movie, obviously. And I'm like, are you sure you want, like, I'm not good, dude. Like I, most of my speaking stuff is in the deleted scenes of, of, uh, <laughs> of uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop. I'm like, yeah. most of my actual speaking was on the DVD. So I'm not sure I'm your guy. And he's like, no, it's, it's going to be perfect. Like, this is for you. It's an Australian guy. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I am that. So I don't have to change my accent, which would be pretty hard to do. But he's kind of racist and kind of homophobic. And I'm like, I'm not. I don't feel comfortable That's why it's calling a Spanish guy yeah. anything but, you know what I mean? Nice stuff. Yeah, I'm not even, I can't even yeah. do it right now. And he's like, it's a character. And I'm like, yeah, but it's also on film where I call, I mean, I call him a, and then I stab him in the neck and I'm like, I'll stab you in the neck, but I don't know if I want to call you that. You, but know? you just said, I'll, I'll just, murder you, but I won't offend you. <laughs> <laughs> but it just rolled off your tongue just now. <laughs> did yeah, it, roll, did it really roll? Yeah, pretty did naturally. That, yeah. You seem what? like you've done Were you that. practicing? No, man. Okay. Because he wanted to okay. tell the story. He's Hispanic, so it's okay. I'm Argentinian and Puerto yeah. Rican. Yeah, so. I'm not too offended. Not too offended. <laughs> not too offended. <laughs> but a little bit. No, I say it all the time. Yeah. We I make say it all the time, ourselves. too. Yeah. We, we're gonna have a podcast called No, Nick not cool. Spec. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, see that's and I'm the man already off it. the rail. Yeah, it's like I can say I mean it's Birdman and half a homo. <laughs> I can do that because I am half a homo. So okay. I'm in the clear, just like you're in the clear on the totally. on the on that word. All right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> hi, Kevin Hefferman, Steve Lemmy are here. Hi guys. Hi, yeah, thanks man. For, thanks for uh, joining us, you guys. Thank thanks you. Nice new studio, us. you guys. You. <laughs> You're breaking it in for us. Yeah, it's a great yeah. new studio. Welcome. Nice couches. It's pretty comfortable, right? Pretty good, right? Are we the first guys to sit on these couches? Yeah. Yes. You're the first, this is the first time that couch came into the studio. Really? Yeah. We were just here before with no couch, and now we're here with a couch and It was humans. magic. Holy shit. Now we'll be the first ones. Legends. Yeah. So Legends, I love that your your movies, and but I also envy you for having multiple movies where all your friends. I'm assuming you all still like each other, unless it's like pretty much. Beatles. Yeah. Did anybody bring a Yoko in yet and just be like <laughs> while you're doing? It's happened movie? over the years. It has, yeah. But I think it's so through. cool that you guys get to because it's a rare. Is thing. it still the same crew as Super Troopers? Yeah, all writing together. It is. Yeah, yeah. We all went to college together, so we've been together for. 25, 30 years. And we're, we're writing uh, Super Troopers 3 as we speak. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're in a nursing home in that one. Yeah. Though, so what? No. Oh. Don't believe him. I was going to go. Fucking liar. Yeah. Dave, are we allowed to swear on this on the podcast? <laughs> yeah. You just did. Or just be racist. <laughs> All of the above, but don't stab us in the neck. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's the okay. only. That's where, you the that's where I draw the line. All right. Um, how was that? I, I, I know that's you probably have, have talked about it endlessly, but I was a huge fan of that movie. Still am, obviously. Thank you. That's one of those, it seems like one of those storybook successes where it's like, we're just going to make this movie. And then all of a sudden, it's everywhere. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of dudes, like, a, a lot of people have that same experience where you're with your college friends. And you're like, we should make a movie. And then we did it. <laughs> but it, <laughs> And it worked out. So we're still doing it. How did you guys fund it? Um, it was independent. You know, we, we were kind of like, we were doing stay, uh, sketch and, and stuff like that in New York City right around the time where it was really that swell of independent film like Kevin Smith and, uh, you know, Rodriguez and Linklater and all those guys were making the films then. And so uh, there was really a movement. Um, we were moving kind of away from sketch to try to make independent film. And so we decided to try to make, you know, a comedy film that appealed to everyone, but in the independent world. And so we went out and just put together, I think it was like 250,000 bucks yeah. on credit cards and, you know, whatever else. Wow. And we just shot our first movie, um, which was called Puddle Cruiser. And um, we brought it to Sundance and it kind of took off from there. And that got us to Super Trooper. But it's funny because then we, so we made, we made Puddle Cruiser, went to Sundance, it did not sell. I mean, we got an offer for zero dollars. Uh, <laughs> How does that work? It has that an offer. They say, we'll put you in theaters, but oh. we're not going to give you any money for the movie. Yeah. Until it makes money. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like usually you go there and you hear there's, you know, oh, we got a $5 million advance for Is our movie. Is that still a thing that can happen today? Or yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Okay, yeah. you can do but that. The, the numbers are all bigger now, but, you know. Like, that, like back, back, then. back then it was really independent films. Yeah. And then when we came back there with Super Troopers, you know, the investors in independent films were like, you should get a name actor to be in the movie. Because there were some independent films that had come out between like 96 and 2000 that had like Nicolas Cage yeah. was in like Red Rock West. And then a couple of these uh, investors were like, oh, if you put a guy like a, a movie star in an independent film, it's guaranteed to make its, mo its yeah, money yeah. back. But you did the Sylvester Stallone thing where you were like, no, no, we're the stars. For, for the we first did. one, yeah. We right. And I mean, for Puddle Cruiser and then for Super Troopers. So we had an investor, he, he was a retired uh, uh, banker and his daughter went to college with us. And he said, I'd, uh, into her, I want to get into independent filmmaking. Do you have anybody who might be able to answer questions? Yeah. And so he met with our producer and then he was like, you know, I've never even read a script before. <laughs> and uh, and so our producer gave him the script for Super Troopers. He was like, read this one. And so he read it. And then he was like, well, who's making this? And our producer said, you could be. And so he gave us a million bucks yeah. uh, to, to make that movie. And we shot it for a million bucks. Yeah, That's not a lot of money in movies, right? No. Oh, I, mean, like I mean, now it's even less, obviously. But then it was, you know, yeah, it was pretty cheap. <laughs> but like I, I watched it again last night. Yeah. And was like, it's not, there's no, it doesn't, it's not cheap. It's a movie, it's a movie like all movies. Yeah. Like Super Troopers Did 2 you is. Did you stay within the budget? Did you stay within that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we kind of had to. We had really nowhere else to go. So it was kind of like. Um, well, you get you forced, know. you get forced to make adjustments. Like, like at the end of the movie, there's, we swoop down in this, in the police car in the trunk. And we get those guys at the, at the airport, at the airfield. Yeah, yeah. That was originally going to be a big shootout. <laughs> but we didn't have the money to do like all the pyrotechnics and the squibs and all that stuff. And so our producer said, you know, can you write this without all that? And so we came up with the idea for the sex doll on the on the roof and us just hiding in the trunk. And then we pop out and, and beat them up. Yeah. And, you know, it's frankly, better. frankly it's yeah. better. Yeah. It's better. And so like, you know, with these limitations, you're actually forced to get creative where you're otherwise kind of lazy. Are you tempted to do that in movies after that where you're like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so much better does to it, have doesn't always work to yeah. your advantage. Exactly. But you also learn like those aren't even the memorable, memorable parts of the movie. The, the ones that are memorable are the simple comedy bits that are in the movie, which is really the idea I came from anyway, just stringing together funny pullover yeah. scenes. And that was really the thing that resonated with people, I think, right? Yeah. So, like, explosions and gunfights. Because yeah, really, everybody you know, has those. Yeah. yeah. The, to the point where I think we all take those for granted, you know? Yeah. Like, unless it's just some ridiculous CGI bullshit. Where I like, like to do that. Don't get me wrong. Right. I like to blow shit up. Right. You know? Yeah. But that's not why we all liked it. Well, no. But the interesting thing, and we're talking about it now because we're, we're writing Super Troopers 3, and we've talked about it with, like, rock bands. You know, with I mean, what? we've talked ab about rock bands in the same way in that like with Super Troopers, we did like 35 drafts because oh, we were okay. chasing the money for years. And anytime we had a break, you know, we'd be, you know, traveling together. We'd be in a hotel. We were hanging out all the time. We'd just start doing another draft and doing another draft. And so inevitably more jokes came in and more scenarios came in. You know, we, we were in a hotel room and, and we we're laughing about if, you know, this clown, you know, could magically change your tongue into a cat tongue. And then instead of now, you'd say meow. And that was just socializing. Right. And we were like, hey, let's make that one of the pullover games. So it's it's like stand-up comedy. Yeah. yeah. Like you're, you're working on your routine, but instead of 
doing it over and over in front of people. You guys are working on your your movie and making like so, so if someone had said here's your money like from the first pitch yes here's the money go it wouldn't have been anywhere near as good as right what yeah. it was when you had all this time to to rewrite it and rewrite it and it, to make it better for whoever's going to give you the budget exactly so like the longer it took the better the movie got precisely and so it's yeah. like you know right now we're doing super troopers three and say everyone's got families and you know they, they've got different gigs they're doing and, you know, the conversation we're having now is, you know what, we need to get together at night and yeah. start to, like, just talk Peyote. freely about, you know. <laughs> I was That was going to be my next question. Are you guys drunk all the time or is that just like... Yeah, we're drunk right now. <laughs> drunk on, drunk on sy- maple syrup? <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, well, that's a whole other thing. The, the syrup chugging is, uh, is on the table right now, too. Were there any gags that you took from the... Sorry, the first movie was Puddle... Puddle Cruiser, Puddle Cruiser yeah. Puddle Cruiser. Yeah. Were there gags you took from that to Super Troopers? I don't think so. I mean, uh, Puddle Cruiser is like a really simple, like romantic comp. We had nowhere to shoot a movie. And so we went to Colgate University, Colgate University, and uh, which is a small school in upstate New York. And that's where we met. And so we wrote a script uh, set at that school because we knew we could go up there and shoot a movie for cheap. And so it was really kind of like a bunch of guys in college. Yeah. And that's the first thing that we did. And then, and then when this happened, this was kind of more like, you know, at the time we were driving around, going to guys' weddings, whatever it was, we'd get pulled over by cops and you'd be sitting in the car and like you'd be talking tough. And then as soon as the cop walked up, you were just a wimp, right? You were yeah. just like, oh, yes, sir, no, sir, you know? Yeah. And so that the whole idea came from that. And then we just started stringing together essentially sketches of that and yeah. putting a spine. So it was just very different than the first movie. I think it kind of grew up a little further, you know, from How the long movie. as a team were you doing these sketches before you did the movie? Because it sounds like that was the breeding ground for you being the monsters that you are. Well, let's see. We, we, we started my, my junior year. Ten years year. probably, yeah. Right. Ten years before Super Troopers. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then – and then uh, That's kind of how you get good at something. Yeah. It's like Ten an years. internal writing table too, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you can make the other four guys laugh – Right. Then you know that you're in pretty good shape. Yeah. So. But that was the thing. It was like we, we were doing sketch comedy then in New York City and having some success with it. And then we made this first movie. How regular? Sorry. To... How regular were we doing shows? Yeah. Well, it started, I think it was either we get three. Like nine, 91, 90, 91. 91. Yeah. And the only place that would take us was a gay cabaret club. Yeah. The duplex in New York City. Because yeah, yeah. it was a, a lot of dudes. And I think maybe they thought we were a, a gay act. A, yeah, right, okay. And so they put us in their upstairs. The mustache could throw you off a little yeah. bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we, but uh, so they gave us three Mondays or three Wednesdays, and then yeah. the first show, all of our recently graduated college friends came in and and sold them out of beer. Like at the end of the show, every table <laughs> was covered with an empty beer bottle. So I mean, with tons of back. Yeah. They after that first show, they gave us Saturday nights. Oh, instantly, instantly. Yeah. After the second show, they gave us the summer, and then after that, wow. they gave us like a two year contract. How did you get everybody to go the first time? Everyone's looking for something to do when they're like 21 years old. And so, uh, you, you know, and this is New York City. Yeah. And so they just came down. We had we a pretty were, good network of, of people and stuff. You yeah. Know? For a gay bar to bump whatever they're doing on Saturday to put you guys on there, you must <laughs> yeah. have killed that Wednesday. Yeah. We, we did a good job. Yeah. Well, we did a, but we also did a, um, a sketch. I don't know if you remember, like, at the time there was that commercial, like the Swedish bikini team beer commercial. Oh, yeah. Like, there was, like, you know, whatever. This is 1991 or whatever it was. <laughs> and we started doing the, our own, like, the, the Swedish guys, you know. Yeah. And we were all in Speedos. Yeah. And so we were out there dancing in Speedos. See, I, think speedos? I think they liked really it. I think they liked it. Really cool. In their yeah. comedy act. Yeah. <laughs> this is a comedy show. <laughs> Are you going to wear a Speedo on this? I was going to wear a dress. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you should. <laughs> we, wore, we wore a lot of dresses in those days. I give up. Those shows. Yeah. Jason. Be be whatever you want to be on the show. That's a great yeah, life lesson. Yeah, and in life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we had an icebreaker. That was the thing. We needed the icebreaker. Now, you, sure. Now it's over. Now it's whatever. Get me my dress immediately. No. <laughs> Wait, do we have people like that? No, that was the whole. I want to say, like, let's see. Could I ask for it? You'd now? say, you, hey, fly me in a dress. That's the that's the. Fly me in. Oh, let's yeah. talk. Let's move me on a charcuterie dress. board right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fly Ooh, me. Ooh, I love charcuteries. <laughs> yeah. Or I just thought I'd go. With something obnoxious that's difficult to make to see if it works. Doesn't I know, work. But, see, but, we don't have those people. It's pretty amazing that they walked in with it right now, though. Sincerely, love a charcuterie board. Do you like, Me too. Do you like um, Borsin on your uh, charcuterie board? <laughs> Whoa. Next level. I don't, yeah. I even pronounced it French. I don't know. What's that's French, that? man? It's that like, it's like, well, like the poor man's version of Borsin the, is the, that rondolet. The, it's like a, the stinky chip? Herb, herb no, garlic. It's, 
it's spread. mustard, right? Like a, no, it's like ooh. the herb, herb garlic, like spread. You put it on crack. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. comes in a disc. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that. That, that makes any. That takes any. Is that French? Where's like that from? Is that French? It's from France. <laughs> I like the jammy stuff with the seeds in it. Oh, yeah. like a lingonberry. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Like a marmalade? That, that is that is really like <laughs> unexpected so that you would put that on, on cheese and crackers. Yes, and a marmalade. And or I would call the it a marmalade. Or the yeah. No, the lindenberry. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the other stuff. but You don't like that stuff? I mean, it's okay. I, I like it all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty hard to not like everything. Except capers. I don't like capers. Oh, I love capers. Me too. Oh. I don't care. I and I don't capers. like capers, but on a charcuterie board, it's a must. Or a chicken. <laughs> It's true. Or it's a chicken piccata. A chicken piccata. Yeah, sure. You know, with lemon, butter, and capers. Yeah, okay. Well, you, <laughs> Man, I'm hungry. You hate capers. What's up, you guys? Seriously, I need a dress. Fly me a dress and a charcuterie. You can ASAP. also say wrangle. Can somebody wrangle us a charcuterie? I like the flying one because I've never heard that. Yeah, or when you're on a set, just lose, lose, the, yeah, lose yeah. the desk. Sure. It's better than, like, 80, 86, everybody's 86 to think. That's like, okay. Yeah. Lose, lose Lose the school bus. Yeah. That's more, like, authoritative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loot yeah. I mean, that's amazing. If you if you command you know, that, let's lose these books back here. I don't like them. <laughs> hey, it's a new set, man. Go easy. It's a new yeah, set. don't 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 make it new like set, like I want to gather any knowledge. Wait, so you guys jumping forward? You, who who was doing all of that kind of stuff on your movie the first time? The all the kind of behind the scenes stuff. You're just doing um, it. during that time we did those sketches. We would make videos, and so you know we kind of taught ourselves on how to do that. And you know that was when like you had the. The machine that you put the VCR tape in, you know, yeah. like carry it on your shoulder. We live in skateboarding, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and you know we would uh, edit, you know, with two VCRs, like you know, but um, so we kind of taught ourselves. And then our other buddy Jay Chandrasekhar, he went to uh, took a couple of classes at NYU Film School, and so we would like sneak in at night and use their equipment and and shoot our stuff. He was one in Jackass, right? He was in Jackass, yeah. Okay, yeah, it was Jackass too. That yeah. I, I know I'm jumping around, but yeah. that bothered me so much. Really. That no, that that um, what's his name? Didn't even recognize him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aaron. Aaron, yeah. yeah I was yeah, like, yeah. do you remember that? Mm -mm. Yeah. When when uh, Aaron tried to dress up like a terrorist. Oh yeah, oh the yeah. Cab. Yeah. yeah. And Jay, our friend Jay, was the cab driver. Yeah, and I, you right away, you're like, oh, that's the dude from Super Troopers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, he didn't recognize who that was. No. Kind of makes. He didn't sense. recognize. So he's not. He's dangerous. probably the only one of he's that. He's got a wandering right eye, so that was the that was the <laughs> identifying eyeball. <laughs> that was you know. Uh, and he had a and I feel like if you're him on that set. I don't feel like I have all my wits. I'm, I'm more about, is someone going to cut my dick off? Like, who, <laughs> sure. who's going to hurt me? How much pain am sure. I about to receive? Yeah, right. Because he was, not only was he in Jackass, he was the one where it seemed like, we're going to hurt you the yeah. most, and yeah. you're going to be the, you're not allowed to feel sorry for yourself. Like, we really don't At care. At any given you. moment. Yeah. We hung out with him in Portland, and we did that stand-up show, yeah. and we just gave him shit about not recognizing Jay. But he... He said, you know, he was in that cab and, you know, trying to figure out where it was going to come at him. You know right. what I mean? And he didn't expect it to be the cab driver. And he was, right. his like, you know, senses were heightened toward everything else and didn't even think about it being Jay at the cab driver. And I, just from being around him, I so understand that. Like even him talking about like the whole time he's ever been on set is he's worried about somebody punching him in the dick. And I'm like, Ugh. if you punch Tony Hawk in the dick or you make him worry that he's going to get punched in the dick, this is a dangerous place. I, I do. I get a pass though, because uh, I, I got severely injured shooting yeah. wild boys. Yeah. So they always are like, we're not, we're really? Not anything it seems like they wouldn't give you a pass. But that, you That's know what? Their, uh, they, it, it was it was pretty traumatic. They is thought, it a pass they if, thought you, was, if you were yeah. in and out of consciousness for a couple, like how long? You got that was bad. It was like it was bad. One of the worst slams he's ever had in his entire skateboard life. Oh, man, thanks to the jackass people. Yeah. Not thanks like, to them. I, I, <laughs> I choose. Were you? Would you? Would have you? If they? If you didn't know, it was them, my idea. Would have you done the? Wait, it was my idea to, to do, do the, the loop in a monkey suit. Yes, it was my idea. What but those fucking it? guys, they don't. They don't. I mean, like Knoxville. We did uh, Dukes of Hazard with Knoxville. Yeah, and it was and right after that was when he like he broke his pelvis doing like a bike. Flip or whatever. Broke yeah, no, that's no yeah. taint. Right? It broke no, the, his taint, right? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. stabbed his. He stabbed yeah, the, his the, Yeah, he had to have a the handlebar the, hit him in the, the, the cord. The so you could never say to them, "Oh, I did that," because they're like, "Well, I did." You know, it's like the Jaws yeah. scene where they're like always one up on you. you know yeah, he's I mean? the king. Yeah, I think you can see that when the bull riding thing happens and everybody in the team is on the fence and he stays out there and lets that bull maul him, and then when he finally thinks he's done enough for the team and runs over to the fence. I see it on, <laughs> this is before Steve-O's sober. Yeah. Steve-O's face is like, okay. 
no, like whatever he's on, we're not on. And I'm like, if you can make all those guys be scared for how less you care about your body, yeah, you've done something special. We just oh, yeah. used to wear you know? cups, uh, like we used to wear cups all the time, uh, like on the set or whatever. Because you guys punch each other. No, we we don't. But those guys, like Johnny and those guys, they oh, Knoxville, well, they really they smart. punch each other. And like you'll just be standing on the set. Yeah, no one's safe. And he'll walk up and bang. And you're like, oh. or like I remember doing interviews, like we were on the red carpet or whatever for Dukes of Hazard, and he would just walk down and like, you're talking to someone all of a sudden, you, you'd feel yourself get punched in the nuts and you're like, oh Jesus, I'm not on that team, man. Well, I went to the bad, bad grandpa from the premiere. And yeah. That kid tried to punch me in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I would, I would, how old is he? Because they're like, hey, watch out for him. He's like, he's- You stand like this. He's, you stand like, you cover your balls. He came up to me and I was like, hey, he's like, hey. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. I would punch him in the chest. I believe that's fair. But Odd. I, but I, 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 it gets you in trouble. Like I remember we were in a bar with him in, uh, in Baton Rouge, mm -hmm. and you're just sitting there talking to like these college kids, and somebody just came up and just punched him in the back of the head, like some random guy. Yeah. Just because that's be like, funny you know, or because yeah. he's mad? Well, because he thought it was funny. Right. Probably it's not funny, to, it's not funny to punch somebody in the back of the head when they're not, you know. We did a show back when we used to have serious show, Tony's, Tony Hawk's Demolition Radio, and we went to Kerry Hart's tattoo shop, and I got there way too early, and this is back when I used to drink. So I started drinking. I was also not that familiar with Vegas. So it was the Long Island iced teas and they had like real big <laughs> ones. And I just kept drinking them. And sure. by the time- There's no the alcohol show, in those. No, no, because they're so, they're so sugary, you don't even know. Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. that tasty and sweet. They're it like, they're like the white claw right? back in the day. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. So in the end, I'm out of my mind. I'm not even there on the planet and I'm, I'm dribbling on and Tony's dealing with me. And then Chuck <laughs> Liddell walks into the tattoo shop and they don't know MMA fighters and I did. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, that's Chuck Liddell. And Tony's like, is, is that good? And I'm like, he's the guy. And then I'm like, Chucky, punch me. And Chuck's oh, like- God. I don't know this dude, and, I go, and I'm in the shop. I'm like, somebody tell Chuck that I don't sue. I don't care. And, and I think Kerry or Tony was like, he, he won't. Like, he really doesn't care. So he punched me in the arm. I think I called him, and then he was like, he got angry and actually, like, dropped me on the ground. Oh, Jesus. And then okay. I kept calling Kerry a backflip bitch because he did the first backflip the on first the dirt bike. On okay. But when he landed it, he, he jumped off or he fell off. And in skateboarding – if you if you don't make it all the way, it doesn't count. Yeah, it counted for him, but I just liked saying that you didn't actually make it because I can tell it's <laughs> pissing him off. So I kept saying, he's like, if you say that again, I'm gonna tattoo it on you. I don't know because I blacked out, but I, <laughs> I said I said backflip bitch. So then he tattooed backflip bitch on my under my armpit during our show. During the show. Holy shit, yeah. really? And then I guess the next thing I did after I got the tattoo was ask this lady said that she was a kickboxer. And I was like, oh yeah? I bet she can't make me spill my beer by while kicking me in the d So she keeps kicking me in the d And I used to have this technique, I used to have baggy pants, where if I, <laughs> if I open my legs tight, I yeah. can make the crutch tight. Sure, sure, sure. So you can't actually get my ball. You can't get to the balls. And I'm so drunk, I'm just concentrating on the beer and I'm laughing because I'm like, ha ha ha, you can't do it. She had like a pointy shoe, oh. and I wasn't really paying attention because I was so drunk. But I guess her shoe was going into my butt a little bit, <laughs> and, and then, that's when you had your orgasm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of this. I guess I'm at a club, and Carrie said that my drink fell out of my hand and smashed on the ground, and my hand stayed like it was holding the drink because I didn't know that I dropped it. And yeah. Carrie was like, "Hey, Jace." I'm gonna I'm gonna take you to your room. Like you you definitely need help. He's a very he's a very loving man. So he takes me there, <laughs> puts me in my room. I go to bed. He's like, I, thanks, backflip, bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure, I did that. I wake up in the middle of the night, <clears throat> and I'm like, where am I? Like, what the hell's going on? And I'm like, man, my arm is killing me. And I, I'm in the bathroom, and I'm like, man, my arm. And then I look, and I'm like, wait, bitch. <laughs> Why do I have bitch tattooed on me? <laughs> and then I'm like, wait a minute. Dude, my butt oh my really hurts. And I'm like, no. Because <laughs> I knew that I was a smart ass. And I'm like, dude, did this was this the one? Yeah. Like, did I really? And Deductive then I, reasoning. Yeah. So I, I call Carrie, like almost crying. I'm like, dude, my butthole hurts. I'm not sure what happened. He's like, relax. You called me back for bitch. I tattooed bitch on you. Chuck Liddell punched you in the arm, and then a lady kicked you in the butt area like over and over again. It'd you didn't get- They yeah. put a tattoo on your arm. Yeah, that, it was that, a close that, one. That was nice of them to let you off the hook like Wait, that. Wait, didn't right. you also get a tattoo that said sweet? Yeah, I got sweet. That was right on your here, butthole? Right here, because he imagined 
when he does this one trick that he's kind of known for. Yeah, I do the salad grind. Salad grind. Sick. That that you would see sweet <laughs> coming up above. Yeah. His, uh, and did that line. work out? No, nah, it didn't work out at all. Has anyone ever seen it the when you're doing a move? No, nah, I ended up getting it covered because it's just like I, I, sweet on my ass is a bit childish. I made some mistakes. I I, I made a bet with a, a motocross guy who could win in a race car race, and he and my car broke first lap, and so I had to get his face tattooed on my butt cheeks. And he has a head tattoo, so a lot of people at the gym when I was getting changed thought that I had my head on my butt. And then I used to be married, and she used to be like, just so you know, I'm a little uncomfortable with your friend's face on your butt. So then I got it covered. So I've had a lot of – Is bitch covered too or no? Is that still backflip? Yeah, bitch, bitch is – That's gone. I like how you have to think about it. Well, I've got it. I don't know because I've – How would I, I – like, How I could I possibly find out? I don't count. I don't look any mirrors. Got any mirrors in your house? Yeah, but I just don't look at tattoos. I remember I saw some podcast where little Zane or Zan or whatever was like, I've got 75 tattoos. And I was like, I will never know how many tattoos I have. I refuse to like look at all these because I got a lot of mistakes and I, I like them. Like I'm a tattoo sure. guy that likes shit tattoos. <laughs> I enjoy a good tattoo, but I also like piles of shit like I, sure. think it's, I think it's cool i love girls with really bad tattoos that might be why i've been why i've been divorced three times but i just can't help it man like i'm like that is a terrible tattoo what is your name <laughs> what are you doing later <laughs> seriously i'm so turned on by it oh the dumber the better i don't have any tattoos i don't even have one me either that's the new cool is it? Yeah, somebody actually I asked me that. I'm cool watching. Made it through to the other side. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We also uh, both still have our AOL email account. <laughs> <laughs> also cool. Is that no, true? Uh, it is. Okay. Yeah. It's oh, it's so it's, fucking. It's cool. coming back. Is it? It's, yeah, so it's coming cool. back. Damn. I, I used to. Have, I used to have CompuServe. Remember CompuServe? No. Compu oh, CompuServe. Yeah, CompuServe was yeah, yeah, yeah. before AOL. Yeah. 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 I, that was my my email account yeah. for a long time. That'd be sweet if you still had that. I know that would be like super retro. I hadn't used the internet back then. I was against it. I fought it. Like like everything, cell phones, yeah. the internet. Oh, you fought cell phones. Yeah, I love those. I thought they were great. And I know I made rules. You know, it's like uh, okay, well, I'll I will finally get one, but I will never use it uh, in a public place. All right. Well, the first time I actually got a job, that's when I started using a computer. And it wasn't really a job; it was being a radio host. And I kept telling everybody I was a DJ. It was Tony got me on the radio doing it, being his co-host. And then Sirius were like, "Hey, man, you're pretty good. You want a job?" And I was like, "Yeah," because. I was not get, not getting any better at skateboarding, and I was like, it's going to end real soon. So I was like, here's my power move. I move up to L.A. and be a radio guy and try to be like the next Howard Stern. And they were like, yeah, you're a DJ. And I was like, oh, <laughs> whatever. And then the bands that I had to talk about, I didn't like them because I don't really – back then I really didn't like any band except for like – In excess. In excess. Pantera, Metallica, <laughs> and ACDC. Everybody, everybody – No way back Akadaka. in the day. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so every time the band would play, I'd be like, these guys suck. They're the worst band I've ever heard. And my boss was like, hey, man, you can't say that. I was like, well, I am saying I would be in my car laughing my ass off because he was my co-host. And then he moved on to be his own DJ who would insult the bands he would play. And I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Yeah. So then my boss introduced me to MySpace on the laptop, on the computer, and and he's like – do some research on the band so that you don't have to talk shit on them. So then I bring up their MySpace and I'm like, man, the singer looks like a kid. Like <laughs> who would have a haircut like so? And then I got more material to wreck these people. And before I got fired, people were like, I like this guy with the accent that talks crap on everybody. So right before they fired me, they were like, wait a minute, people are listening to you because of it. Did any of the bands ever contact you or uh- – I, I that think you ripped? May, okay, maybe I've been. Maybe there was a couple of times where I was at a venue and there was some people that were like giving that, me side. That fucking guy. But I'm, I'm yeah. because I'm Australian. People think that that's tough. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm kind of bigger. So, and if you're in a punk band, you're probably gonna. I probably beat you up. Well, probably with your head. You're gonna headbutt. First. Right, like that's no, an English thing. <laughs> oh, the yeah. Aussies don't headbutt. A little bit, but not as much as English people. What do you got? What's your What's an Aussie first move in a fight? Uh, not a headbutt. Bottles. Yeah, but according bottle, to the movies, right? <laughs> bottles and and uh, the the grab the grab the front of the t shirt and start punching while hold the front of the t shirt. Okay, hockey. That's like a hockey. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, the, the amount of times I got headbutted by English people when I was a kid, like to the, I really learned my <laughs> lesson. I was a kid. Like, what's up, sunshine? I'd be like, right, 
<laughs> no headbutts. <laughs> yeah, that, that headbutt hurts. I've never been headbutt, but it hurts. I got headbutted once by an English guy after I got stabbed in the chest with a key, oh, and it geez. wasn't, and, and it was all English people. I was at a club. And I guess I bumped a guy and he spilled his beer and he was like, what, 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 what? And I'm like, I can't understand English people. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, sorry, dude. And then I'm sitting down and the guy comes over and he's like, well, you're a do what, as he am, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. Headbutt. And I'm like, ow. And then I've got my hand on my head and he's standing in front of me, punching me in the back of the head. And I'm like, oh man, I'm in a fight. Like, <laughs> I was so drunk and having a good time. I didn't mean to bump that guy. I'm like, oh man. And I just grabbed his legs and picked him up and walked him on the dance floor and dropped him on his back yeah. and punched him a couple of times. And then everyone starts kicking me. And I'm like, why is it? Who are all these other people kicking me? <laughs> and I get up. And as soon as I get up to look at all the people kicking me, I, I didn't know, but it was the security guard. He got me in a headlock from behind and like picked me up a little bit, like choking me. And then I saw a guy with a key and he just went, bam, oh, and punched me in the chest. So now I feel like, Somebody's trying to murder me. So now uh, all bets are off. I'm going blood drunk. So I'm smacking this guy in the head. I don't know it's a bouncer. And then he lets go of me and I'm like, oh, no. You know what I mean? Because the bouncer's bigger than me. Yeah. And I didn't want to do that. And I was like, oh, no. And then he goes to throw me down the stairs. And as he went to throw me, I was like, nah, you're coming. So we both went down the stairs. And then he throws me out of the front of the club and I'm on the street like, wow, that was like, can you believe that? And then another English guy comes out and goes, you want to mess with me, sunshine? And I was like, yeah, because somebody stabbed me. I'm pretty rolled up, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I walked over to him and he just headbutted me and that was the end. Do you have any wholesome stories? <laughs> I thought oh. the band was going to jump in on the Butterflies yeah. taste with their feet. Really? Pretty cute, right? That's adorable. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's not a story. That's a, that's a fact. That's a, fact. a factoid. Oh, okay. Um, it's okay. We, we might not. We don't. Need, we don't need to delve into it. <laughs> it's okay. What about you guys? Do you guys have any wholesome stories? <laughs> I used to be. Or better yet, do you have any really subversive stories? <laughs> he just, he's claiming I, he used to be a skateboarder. I used to be a skateboarder. Not a. That's good wholesome. One. Not a good one. Go on. I had. Uh, let's see. Because I think we're roughly the same age. Yeah. So like uh, skateboarding was getting popular, and and uh, well, I, East Coast though. Yeah, New York City. No, it's terrible. The, the only move I could ever do was a power slide. I, could, I never a good one? I never completed an ollie or anything like that. Like right. we tried to do ollies. Yeah. But I so you tell me what you're talking about? Is. Like late seventies, early eighties skating? Eighties. Uh, eighties. Yeah. Eighties. Not that old. Yeah. Eighties. But I had I had a uh, my first skateboard was an uh, a BB an Allen BB. Does that sound familiar? Had, Alan Gelfand? Uh, no, I just said, a, had, there was a big BB on the underside, and then and then I got a Dogtown Bullet. Ooh, that's a good one. There was a, a thirteen inch yeah. wide. Oh yeah. Skateboard. Weren't weren't, weren't yeah? Didn't the Dogtown Bullet was a complete. Came with trucks and wheels. It you, had trucks and wheels. Yeah. But I didn't I, I couldn't I, I didn't know anything about trucks and wheels at that point. And then I got a Kryptonic skateboard and I had Powell bones. Mm. And then the the trucks were but th this is like this is fucking junior varsity stuff. Oh the, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Guys. No, uh, yeah. No, I know. Kryptonics? Yeah, we know. On the inside they're legit. laughing at you. <clears throat> no, they are. They, yeah, yeah, no, that's I, legit. Is it legit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For you know, New York. For, for not New being York. Not being is not legit, but but right. having Bones wheels is cool. The the trucks were were good at the time, but I can't remember what. Independence. Maybe. I don't think there was too many to choose from. Okay, yeah, but they were good. <clears throat> that means they were independence. Like I, I at one point, I think it was. Well, it's it, independent. It? it was Indy, Goldwing, or Tracker. I mean, right, those that's were the what it three was. big ones. Yeah. So. But that was literally that's all. Like I was a New York City skateboarder. Like I could I could uh, what tic tac, you know. Yeah. Put the yeah. nose uh, left and right. This, it seemed like there was less skate yeah. parks in the East Coast. New York yeah. was all street. I mean, that that was a lot of it was the the sort of birth of street skating too, because there were no skate parks there. Oh, so there was nothing. Had to take to the streets, and every now and then you'd find a little pylon like outside of a building. You could like go up right. a thing and then come down. Yeah, but that we was had no, we had, we just would find a hill and see how fast we could go down it. That was the extent to our skateboard. Until you got speed wobbles? Yeah, until the fat kid fell off the... I always thought that skateboard. was like, back in the day, that was the most dangerous thing you could do in skateboarding. Just go straight down. Yeah, because if yeah. you fall off yeah. doing a trick, like, I don't know, you roll your ankle or you hit your shin, it's bad, it hurts. But if you go, you know, as fast as a car and you fall off yeah. and you're just like a kid with your... You know, jeans on or whatever. Yeah, those are usually pretty horrific. They're rubber. Those kids, <clears throat> they bounce. They hit the ground. They bounce. It's actually actually my my one of my biggest life <laughs> lessons. You because that that's what happened to me. One of my biggest life lessons happened on a skateboard in in that situation. There's in Central Park. There's a hill that was really steep, and then it had a ninety degree curve. 
And I was walking with my dad. And this is before I had the wide skateboard. I had a narrow skateboard. Uh, and I asked my dad. I was like, I want to see if I can get that turn. Yeah. He's from Argentina. And he was like, eh, all right. Eh, <laughs> eh, don't, don't break your head. And, uh, <laughs> good advice. Yeah. And don't tell your mother. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Both good. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, so, and I didn't have a helmet or anything like that. Yeah. This, is, this is probably 1980. And so he waited at the bottom of the hill where he thought he would need to be if I spun out of control. And I, I went down and screeched around the turn and flew and just busted my ass, like everything. Right in front of him. R yeah, like five feet past him. Like I, I went past him on the turn. And so we went home and, and uh, you know, we just made up a lie for my mom. Like, oh, I wiped out. When all my stuff healed, like a few weeks later, we were walking again. Uh, for, it was from the public tennis courts. And I said, Dad, I want to try it again. And he was like, eh... All right. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't break your head and uh, don't tell your mother. Yeah. I was like, okay. And so I did it again. And this time I made it a little farther, but I busted my ass. Dude. And then we did it probably like three more times. And finally, when I finally made it, I remember like going all the way around, like screeching super hard. And, and I made it and I turned back and he was running at me with his yeah. hands raised. And we hugged. We were like, yeah, you did it. But it became like, uh, like in the 90s when we were like uh, struggling to make our independent films, yeah. I would go to that hill. And think about because because he told me he was like this is a metaphor for life you know I like, was you're gonna, gonna say take your licks. Is, you're you're explaining skateboarding it, like in its entirety like that's what it's about to me yeah he he, is, sa he said this will life will kill you like yeah, this. doing his accent they're doing his accent uh, life uh, life <laughs> <laughs> uh, will kill you sometimes and uh, but uh, you have to have uh, perseverance yeah and uh, eventually but would he speak to you in English or Spanish English. Because he had to, he, when he came to this country, he didn't speak any English. So, like, right. when we, we grew up, he was practicing his English. Ma, his mom was, was his dad's English teacher. That's, that's how they how met. Oh, that's cool. So she taught him? She taught him A English. couple of things, if you know what I'm saying, right, bro? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, he was like, so he, in Argentina, it's a custom. When you fall in love with a woman, you, you follow her home to make sure she gets home safely. Oh, from afar. I told my dad, I was like, that's, that's stalking. Yeah, from afar is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I we, thought, we, I thought we call it falling in love. Yeah. 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 Well, he, did, he, he was like, no, it's a, a flirtation of sorts. You, you let her know you are there. I'm like, that's even creepier. Oh, no, it's less creepy. Well, except that he's, they, he was following her home on the subway. Uh, in New York City. Okay, that's creepy. Uh, yeah, and then he would he would follow her from a distance. That, that, okay, I was what? gonna say, was he was he next to her? Or was he like, <laughs> like at the end of the car? Back. It's he's a Hispanic dude. She's a Hispanic girl, but he's at one end of the subway car. She was at the other end, and he's I love like that. making himself aware to yeah, her. Yeah, but following her, you know, she lives up in Washington Heights on like 177th Street. Yeah, following her all the way uptown from from like NYU. I feel like creeps have ruined that for all of us. Because that, that was wholesome. romantic. That is really cool. It's like an honorable thing to do. Like, make sure she's safe. Right? This is weird, but the distance thing is the yeah. I was yeah. gonna say. I think you should make yourself known. Yeah, and say like, and if you say, be, I'm gonna watch out for you on your way home from a distance. Just know that. Then, then you're in the clear. If there's, what, I'm your private security. Yeah. But, but why yeah, not sit even that next to her? Why not sit next to each other? Yeah, in the subway? Say hello. My name is Carlos. Uh, uh, may I uh, escort you home? Yes. yes. <laughs> that. That's a gentlemanly thing. Right. Not, you know. But then she thinks you're trying to come up to her apartment. or. I'm going to do that. Which he was. Which he did. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Not the first time. No, but they, I think they, because my, my mom was a virgin and I think she was like dying to have sex. Right. And their first date was to dinner. Like he brought her to John's Pizzeria. But then he, as he said, he's like, but our second date was breakfast. And he like. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Wow. And he did that. Yeah, yeah. And I think they had sex that first night. And then. Was that the, the ham and eggs? Uh the, the jam, the, the yeah, yeah, the jam and cheese. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so with my mom, he, uh, they went out to breakfast, and he was trying to show off his English. And uh, the, the word for ham in Spanish is jamon, spelled J-A-M-O-N, though jamon. And he was trying to show off. He, he said to the waiter, I, "I would like a jam and cheese omelet." And the waiter was like, uh, "Sir, I don't, I don't think you're ordering." He goes. Ch -t when you can speak Spanish as well as I can speak English, <laughs> and you can correct me, yeah. jam and cheese omelet. And and my my mom was like, no, no, that you, what you, and he's like, I am ordering for myself, a jam and cheese omelet. Yeah. And so my mom was like, all right, yeah, fuck it, let him have it. Yeah. And so the waiter brought out a, a jelly and cheese omelet for him. Ooh. And my dad, you know, <laughs> took that first bite and, and realized he fucked up, but yeah. now he's in front of this. This so woman. You had to commit. So he went ahead and, and ate yeah. the whole thing. Respect. Ate a bunch of jam and cheese. And yeah. that like, oh, is that, so is that there? Is that his anniversary breakfast? Yeah, jam, yeah. Jam, delicacy now. Yeah, yeah. and he still that. hasn't admitted it. He's still like, no, this is what I meant to order. This was this was <laughs> <laughs> jelly, jelly and cheese and eggs, bro. Yeah. This day, yeah. Delish. 
That's awesome. It's That's wholesome together, too. Though. That's wholesome. It's so wholesome. That is wholesome. Yes, it's wholesome. But your mom giving you all those details, or your dad giving you all those details, very open. Well, it's, yeah. It's, well, so that's you know my mom. My mom was open. In fact, so like senior year in high school, I had hooked up with a girl. Uh, we we had sex, and then the word came back to me that she thought it was just okay. Man. Wait, the and girl thought you were just okay. Just okay. Well, you're new to the game. The word came back. You sound like the word came back through others. Yeah, uh, yeah a dude said she said you were just okay. And wow, I was like, and that that hurt. And so I went to my mom and I said, "Mom, I want some tricks of the trade." You I, went to your mom. I went to my mom, not your dad. No, but what was he gonna? Uh, tell me that I didn't already know. Okay. She, I, I, I want to, to a woman, and I said, I want some tricks of the trade. She's like, what do you mean? I said, I want to know how to be a, a great lover. Yeah. And she said, well, you know, your partner's, like, the breath is important and the temperature of his hands. I was like, I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I want tricks. I want to know what to do. She, she said, okay, well, uh, your father, you know, likes to uh, atta attack uh, several erogenous areas at, at, at the same time. I'm okay. Like, I'm like, what do you mean? She, she's like, like you know, he'll and the nipples and and the earlobe. Sometimes he'll have all of those things. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Respect. that's what I'm fucking yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, and she, uh, and then she and, tucked and, you and in. She, and like, she, said, she said, hold on, is this conversation? <laughs> and then she, and she goes, also, your father sometimes puts a pillow underneath me to change the angle. I'm like, fucking, this is what I'm talking about, yeah. mom. That's why you go to the mom. It's not wholesome, but it's good. Sorry. So those are the only two tricks you have now. So listen, but they're good. <laughs> but they are good. <laughs> When, when you're doing that, do you guys listen to my mom? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of her the whole time. Yeah, or like that's what you say to the girl. I learned this move from my mom. Yes, yeah. this is, my mom oh, taught man. me. This. My mom yeah. taught me this move. Yeah. When, oh, I, that's when cool. I'm getting the pillow, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, hold on, I'm gonna go get my pillow. I'm like, this is my mom's favorite move. Yeah. Yeah. The last, that's the last date. Yeah. yeah, but so, uh, but so then you know, we got to talk about other stuff. I was like, you know, how often do you and dad, you know, have sex? She's like, oh, you know, very, like, pretty often. And I was like, and. Now, just so I know, because we live in the same space, like how do I like how do I know to stay out of your way? Like how do I know when you're you're having sex? Wait, how old were you then? I was uh, seventeen, and she said, <laughs> I feel like the, the, the time to learn that has kind of passed. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. But 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 she 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 goes well. If you ever if we ever get up and go to bed at the same time, that means we're gonna have sex. Right. And if you ever see one of us like an hour later after we've gone to bed walking around, that probably means we had sex. Yeah. And so then that was great. But then like a week later. Uh, I was hanging out with my parents, and we were watching TV, and, and uh, my dad was like, well, uh, mijo, we are going to bed. <laughs> and, like, they both got up and walked down the hall, and I swear, like, he looked back at me with, like, a, you yeah, know, I something bet. like that. And I was like, holy shit, they're going to fuck right now. That, yeah. I, I'm so sad that I, I'm so mad that I asked that question. And then an hour later, I, my mom came out yeah. of the bedroom in, in an a, hour later. Yeah, in, an, in a nightgown, and we made eye contact, and at that moment, we both knew what we both obviously knew. And <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. <laughs> My parents had sex once. Well, four times. Okay, I got regular brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's as far as I know. I didn't go get tips. Did I cross the line? No, yeah. I feel like yes. I feel like we've. Yeah. I feel like on the. Couch, I mean, the, the, the last detail was a little much, you. but yeah. What's that? The better lover of you two is clearly you. We, we've no. He's great lover. Thank you. We've you know had several on camera encounters. Let me know with each other. With each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We 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 did a threesome together. We did. Uh, we did. We made out with each other. With yeah. each other, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I made out with a guy the other day who's a straight guy, a comedy thing. Like, it yeah. pulled things out of the bucket and he pulled a thing out of the bucket and we had to make out. And I'll make out with a dude if he's gay, but making out with a straight dude, it's weird. What's the difference? Why? Well, he's not into it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's true. And I sense it. Because I wasn't into it. And now I'm not into it, you know? Oh, so you want to, you want to get into it? Yeah. If you're gay and you're hot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, obviously. Yeah, ours was like, uh, ours, like, we had a kiss we had to do in Super Troopers 2. <laughs> and uh, and there was a lot of buildup to it. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of, like, you know, oh, shit, you know, checking the breath and whatever. And, really? Yeah, and, like, you know, should we practice beforehand? You know, all that kind of Did stuff. Did you practice beforehand? No. Because I don't really feel like it's we necessary. Didn't. Yeah. You know? But remember. then it got to the day we were shooting, and it was, like, raining out. We were running out of time, and it was just, like, business, right? Yeah. It was like, let's go. Come on. We got to shoot the scene. Come on. Let's professionals. go. But the the three way one was funny because we were doing uh, three way yeah. three because we were we were uh, shooting um, like web short shorts for the for the web uh, okay we, what do you call it? like a webisodes webisodes yeah, yeah webisodes for a series we were doing and so we had we had come up with an called idea. Fatty and Taddy Fatty and Taddy where I like I played a guy covered head to toe in tattoos like all face covered in tattoos I'm Taddy and he's Fatty who's my obnoxious uh, roommate 
and uh, and in this particular webisode, we're battling it out for this this girl who's a little heavy set, but also she has tattoos. Mm. So like we can't tell who's like who's got the rights. Yes. Right. And finally, she's like, "Fuck it, guys! Like just both of you, let's get it on." Yeah. But the funny thing was, we cast this actress. We had never met her before. Great, a, a, funny actress. Awesome girl. You'd never met her. We had never friend met of her. Friend of a friend. Right. But still, it's like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. And action. We're yeah. going to. So she was recommended. We were like, do you have a girl who's game for something like that? And, and our friend was like, oh, yeah, this girl. Okay. Improv actress. And she showed up at my house. We were shooting it. And the first scene up was the three way. So we're like, uh, all right. So we're going to be filming in my bedroom. Yeah. And, uh, and here we go. But so, like, we made out and they made out. It was like a porn in in we were shooting in the valley. You know See I mean? that that seems weirder to me. Like a, if making out with a girl, like, and you, you are a heterosexual, there's a little more pressure. As in, you know, like if you two are making out, like yeah, I ain't gay. You know, I mean, we're funny and we're gonna do it, and that's it. But if it's a girl, it's like, is there? Any, am I enjoying this? Because if I am enjoying this in any way, is that unprofessional? Right. Like, because I've, I've had to, I was on a Rob Corddry's oh, show. Oh, Children's Hospital. Hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And it was um, Marlon Ackerman. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gonna yeah, yeah. make out with Marlon Ackerman. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I don't, I'm not in enough movies to be making out with anybody. Like, I'm just going to make out with her. Yeah. And, um, and then I get stuck and real nervous because I'm like, I don't, I want to. But for the wrong reasons, you know, like <laughs> when they say action, I'll be like, hell yeah, it's action. Like, I'm gonna make out with Marlon Ackerman. Are you yeah. joking me? And then it was, I think she sensed it and she was like, you know what? What about if I just lick your face? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I would rather that. <laughs> like, better. the pressure was because I felt like I don't want to do, I'm not a good enough actor to be like, I'm, yeah, well, like we're gonna do it and, and then we're gonna move on. But I, I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, were you, yeah, Marlon Ackerman, this is, this. Were you tense around her? Like when she was trying to speak to you, like you couldn't even bring your A game? You were like, yeah, okay. For sure. Like, <laughs> I don't that's remember, the way I, don't I get like super uncomfortable about, you know, making out with a woman in a thing. I've, I've done it before and it's, you know, what about, especially the when they're, it's way hotter than I am. What about the first time versus, because now I feel like if you do it enough, then you're like, yeah, this is our job. Sometimes you make out with actresses right. and actors. That's him. Like he gets the girl in every movie. And why, so he's always making out with the, uh, 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 the TV show we do. He's always making out with the girl. Why is that? Why do you, why do you get Because he writes it. Yeah, that, probably. Yeah. But the, like the first, when we made, when we made that movie, Polo Cruiser, I yeah. remember being nervous because we had, I had a lot of love scenes and then I was, I was very nervous. But as time wore on and I kept having to do these things, it just sort of, it, it does. It's, like, it's like shoveling the fucking driveway for me. Right. You know, it's like punch <laughs> a clock. You know, like, oh, we're doing that today? Okay, let's do it. Let's Come on. Let's get through this. All right, somebody fly me in some mints. Yeah. And, uh, you know, wrangle me some, uh, wrangle me a, 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 a Viagra so I can, you know, be fluffy. And It uh, is true. Wait, no, you don't. It is true. We, we make this show Tacoma FD and you probably have made out with, I don't know, 15 women, different women in, bunch. in this show. Wow. A bunch. Right? Yeah. But time- I made out with zero. But time is- And you made out with the, the character that plays my wife, and I haven't even made out with the character that plays my wife. Right. And she plays my sister. <laughs> I made out with my sister on the show. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, in, in TV, like, let's keep the, the right. train rolling. Like, yeah. Let's go. Like, okay. Oh, the, the what's up? Which scene is up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the scene- 110? Okay. okay. Yeah. We're good. All yeah. right. Let's fly her in here. All right. Let's lose that robe. Let's- uh, <laughs> The lights- Are we rolling already? Let's do this. And then I feel like that would help the other person be more relaxed if you're like that. Yeah. Like, if I can clearly see that you are doing a job and we're going to do this and that's the end of it versus my, like, wait, really? You want to make- Like, we're going to make out? Like, well, it depends what kind of actor you are, though. Like, if you're an actor that, you know, wants to experience it, like you're talking about, like, you know, hey, I'm into this. Yeah. Then, you know, that's not a great thing. Where it's oh, like, wow. You know, where, like, you know, if Lemmy's, like, directing the show and you're on the couch and he's like, hey, move that light over there. Okay. Well- Okay, bring the camera over there. You know what I mean? It's like not well, there is, great for the actor. That is the one. There, there's there have been a couple of times where I've had to direct myself in love scenes, and that's not fun. Yeah, because like we did it with uh, with Noreen, right? In the uh, the firefighters ball episode, right? And then also in the barbecue, <laughs> with where I, I I have sex with the rookie's mom. <laughs> yeah, but that was supposed to be a, a lascivious kiss. This is all in Tacoma FD. Yeah, Tacoma FD. yeah, yeah, yeah. But in that, I can't be to the actress like you know. I think uh, we would use a little more tongue. <laughs> like you can't do that. So I, I'm just like, Kevin, you have to, you direct it. And, and he'll be like, that's when I'm tense. You know, like my arms are at my side when I'm directing because I don't want to be a creep. Yeah, have you had to say that? Uh, there have been times where it's, it's like, 
I actually think we could be a little more into it. But like, we don't have to do that up here. Like, we can just like run our hands through our hair. Like, I'll I'll be diplomatic. Okay. Right. If you're having a love scene and it looks like you're really not like in the moment, that isn't bad for that scene. Well, right. there was the one. There was one time. There was, we made a movie called Club Dread. Okay. And Kevin is the hero of that movie. Yeah. And at the end, like he saves, he saves the two lead actresses in the movie, one of which is his romantic interest. Okay. Brittany Daniel, beautiful woman, fantastic actress. And at the end of the movie, he's got to have the big hero kiss with her at the end. And he, you know, and first of all, she was dating Marcus Allen at the time. So he was on set. And, oh, but, but that doesn't help. Know, Marcus Allen is, sta is standing there. Do you know who Marcus Allen is? Uh -uh. He's a well player, Heisman oh. Trophy winner, Hall of Fame Hall of football fame player. Back. Okay, yeah. Yeah. best dude. Yeah, I, I super awesome dude. That doesn't dude. matter. Yes. Great guy. But he's sitting. But there. he didn't. And, I, his, and his nickname. His nickname was Driftwood, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, but Kevin is sitting there with his arms rigid at his side and leans forward for this big hero because at the end. And just gives her a peck. This is in front of the whole cast and crew. Yeah. And we're like, boo, <laughs> fucking kiss her, Heffern. And she's like, come on, Kevin, give me like give me a real kiss. Yeah. And 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 he Nervous. again comes with his arms at his side and and gives her the <laughs> and we're like, it's not a fucking birds here. Like yeah. Kev, I think I might have even walked down. I was like, take your hands and put them on her hip. Yeah. And she's like, Kev, you can touch me, you can do it. And he take three. He he does it, he's got his hands. Leans forward and but pelvis is like fucking three feet apart, and we're like, like a junior high what's dance. What's, what's wrong? She was so hot. I was so uncomfortable. Uh, uh, like I felt like, oh my god, she's so out of my league. This is also your first on-screen kiss, uh, probably. Yeah, and then and then also fucking Marcus. Allen <laughs> so he was watching. Even, even he was like, come on, yeah, do it. And go like, for it, bro. Let's get. Let's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like we got almost lunch. I yeah. want to go. But yeah, he was man. in your head when you were going to make out. Well, I was there, like he came down, like we were shooting at this resort in Mexico. He came down, we, we all played golf together with him or whatever, and we were having this great time. And then all of a sudden, we shoot the scene the next day, and like I'm kissing his girlfriend, and you know I'm like, Ugh. it'd be better if he wasn't here. Did you did you <laughs> let it go and? Never uh, no, nah, never really. I mean, I you know, I it's definitely like a comedy kiss. Yeah. Like like when you watch the movie, like I'm like, you know, doing that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Okay. And uh, so it never, it never got to any like any like kind of passionate real kiss or anything like that. So yeah. you know, I think that's fine. But I, you know, that's not that's why he gets all the you know the love scenes. I don't do right. that shit. So it's you not know? so much you're putting yourself in makeout scenes. It's out of all of you, the one that can actually <laughs> commit to doing it and then it's walk off him. and not be mentally scarred yes. is him. Probably right. Well, because, only because, because he got he's good advice it. from his mom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. exactly what it is. Yeah, good point. His mom taught him how to do it. Um, but also, <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah. Here we deal? are. Some good right. mothering, right there. What's there the you deal? go. That's why you go to your mom. But you're you're also a practice guy. Like you like to practice ahead of time with your. That's not fair to wow. say. Wow, is that not true? That happened uh, the very first movie we did, but because I I confess I did have lascivious thoughts, and I think she did too. We said, but I had read like that like. Like Lauren Bacall was like, oh, the first time I did a, a, a love scene with Bogey, we had never kissed and uh, we, we laid down for two minutes in the dressing room and, <laughs> and had at it. And then a kiss was wonderful on screen. You know, I was like, oh, that's professional actors. Yeah. Right. Practice forehand so it's not awkward. Yeah. Uh, and so on the first movie, the actress and I uh, did that. Like we had a, a couple of uh, private rehearsals. Um, wow. Like one in New York City. I remember like, you know, before we went up to location to shoot it, you better stop smirking at me over But there. people do that uh, all the time. They do it all the time. In yeah. private? And In private. Well, just so you're comfortable, you know, like you're comfortable with the person. You know I mean? But that was awkward because she had a roommate and she was like, hey, like, Teresa, could you? And so then we were in the living room and I was like, okay, so then we made out there. And then on set, uh, we were all staying, we were up in college at the, where we went to college and the casting crew was uh, staying in our fraternity house. Now the fraternity brothers were not there. This was over the summer, <laughs> but so like we said, we found out we were going to have to shoot the scene that day because it was raining. And yeah. so you have your cover sets. We we're like, okay, we're going to shoot the bedroom scene. And so we said, okay, well, this is we're actually supposed to have already hooked up a bunch of times at this point in the movie. Yeah. So let's uh, meet up and make out. And that, that does that actually does make sense. It like, makes sense when you kiss somebody for the first time versus you've kissed them for a couple of days. You do kind of know what their mouth is going to do. Like, it, I feel like it, it, not all the time does it work out straight away. You know. Well, like, the problem was in that movie is that there was a scene where they're supposed to kiss for the first time, 
but they had already been kissing. So the reverse of what you're saying is it didn't look like it was their first kiss. It looked like- Every now and then your first and kiss can match perfectly. It's nuanced. <laughs> it, was, it was nuanced. But How long did you practice in this house beforehand? <laughs> well, here's what- Minute-wise. Here's what happened. Or was it hours? Minute-wise. So in the movie, at that point, we're naked in bed. In the okay. movie. Yeah. And so she said, okay, I'm going to take a shower. Go to my room. <laughs> she goes, go to my, my room uh, and wait in bed. I'm going to take a shower and then I'm, I'll come meet you. Mm. And so she came. I don't even know if I'm allowed to tell this story. But, but no, we were practicing. We were, it was professional. But she came and she took her clothes off and got in bed with me and started making out. Are you naked? This I, is the practice. This is the practice. Yeah. I, I was in uh, shorts. Okay. And, uh, and she then she said something to me. And I was like, huh? And she said the thing to me again. And I was like, what? And it, she was doing the scene. So she was actually rehearsing with me. But I was like. She was being professional. I you was were. like, whoa, I think we're going to have sex right yeah. now. Hold on. Yeah. Let me get the pillow and put it under. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, let me just locate your earlobes and your breath. Yeah. And the, okay. Good to go. Wow. Uh, so, so. That happened, but then you know, and then we actually did this. I was like, and she's like, "You're so stupid!" Like, well, like I'm doing the scene. I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." I got confused. I got <laughs> yeah. rattled. I got rattled. It's harder for us. It sounds complicated. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. so then we did the scene. But yeah, then the the a few days later, we did the first kiss scene, and, right. and she and I just like, and the director Jay was was like, "Can you pretend like you've never uh, <laughs> kissed?" So, when you did the love scene, do you think the practice helped? Yeah, I was so nervous about the procedure of of kissing a girl on screen. Yeah. That doing that was like, okay, we got off the set. And I was like, I've done it now. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm boohoo. That makes sense. Relaxed. I was, it, I was naked been, and covered in powdered sugar. Yeah, acting, is, acting is tough. <laughs> For you guys, what has been a, a moment of like, how did we get here where you're, you're looking at something you created for whatever it is? You know, like, I can't believe we get to do this. There's a few times. I can't yeah. believe someone paid all, for this. Always like the opening weekend where we have a movie. Like you go, like we would make a practice of going to the theaters, you know? So like whether we're out here in New York, we'd travel around to the theaters and you'd go in and see. That's that's always a fun moment to me where like all that work that you did and it was just us dicking around with friends and then you're in a movie theater that's packed with random people on the opening day. I, I always find that to be kind of the cool moment. Yeah. But you go, you go incognito? To go see Pretty that. much, yeah. Or, or like, yeah, because you'll, you'll go around and you'll sneak and just poke your head in the back and see, you know, how it's going or whatever, you know. Right. Yeah, that must be cool. We had what, uh, I, to me, it's always the people we work with. Like, when we made Club Dread, so we made Super Troopers, we had Linda Carter and Brian Cox yep. in the movie. And it was like, I, I, you know, I knew Brian Cox. I'd seen him in, in uh, at, uh, Braveheart and as Hannibal Lecter. But Linda Carter was, we had grown up watching her in Wonder Woman. That was like a little starstruck by her. Then we made Club Dread and we got Bill Paxton. And Bill Paxton yes. was a, a legend. And he had, you know, he'd been those kid movies. Like, you know, he was Chet in Weird, in weird Chet. Mm -hmm. And like. Yeah. He's, he'll always be Chet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, the dude. He didn't like that. Although he didn't like he that. He didn't like that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Now, <laughs> well, because now he, you piqued my interest. Well, he had done so many other excellent things, but everyone's always like, Chet. And he, and he was he was like, God damn it, man. I've, I've done so much more yeah. than fucking Chet. I've made a billion dollars for the movie studios and yeah. I'm still Chet. You ever see Twister? God damn it. Chet. <laughs> aliens. Predator 2. Predator 2. Yeah. Predator 2. Yeah. And aliens. Yeah. yeah. True lies. True lies. Yeah. True lies is so great. That's what Oh, yeah. The, what ever. is it? Him and um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Schwarzenegger. yeah but no, but it's, and Jamie Lee Curtis? No, the what's the comedy guy that used to be married to Roseanne? Oh, Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold yeah, yeah. and him having a discussion where it's the best. It yeah, I'm like, these guys are yeah, yeah. high level. Like that was one of the funniest the, things. The tops. And we're sitting there and we've got uh, Bill Paxton movie. We're in Mexico for 10 weeks at this incredible resort where we're filming and, and living already like we, and he's like, boys, you better appreciate this because it may not get better than this. And he was right. Like that was yeah. the, the ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> but at, at one point we're sitting there we're between takes and, and one of our jokes, this is when like the Sam Elliott beef, it's what's for dinner commercials were huge. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and he goes, Lemmy, it's what's for dinner. And he, and he looks down and I look down and his dick is out. <laughs> <laughs> And at that moment, I was like, holy fucking shit. How did I get here? Like, yeah, as a that's kid. That's a good one. That was exactly what I was hoping for. Yeah, now, exactly. Yeah. But something similar yes, to that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Thank you for that. Like, holy shit, there's Bill Paxton's dick. That's amazing. You know what? Yeah. I think I think that's the, you peak. That's, that's the top right there. Yeah. I mean, God. Oh, top of your uh, cinematic <laughs> success. But, you know, it's, honestly, I have to say, like, like, being here with you is, like, a fucking cool thing. And it was, it was funny because, like, uh, like two nights ago when we found out, I was I was with I I'd, I'd 
just come back from uh, my kid's wrestling practice. And I was with, we were with his best friend who's on the wrestling team and his dad. And then the two moms, my wife and, and uh, this kid's mom, they had been hanging out at our house uh, getting wasted, <laughs> drinking wine. And we came back, they, they were f***ed up. And that's when I got the text, hey, do you want to uh, be on this podcast on Friday? And I was like, holy f***ing shit. And my wife was like, what? And I, I was like, I was like, I'm, I was like, fuck yes. I was like, we're, Kevin and I are going to be on, you know, a Tony Hawk's podcast on Friday. And she's like, get the fuck out of here. And I'm, like, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm totally serious. She's like, I'm coming. And, and, I'm, yeah. and I'm like, really? And I'm like, uh, let me see. And so I texted. They're like, oh, yeah, no, your wife is clear to come. She's like, holy fucking shit. And I was like, what are we doing about the kids? She's like, oh. And I was like, bring them. Bring him. She's like, I don't want to bring the kids. I want Tony Hawk. And, and, <laughs> oh my god! And, and Everyone's like, welcome. And I was like, uh, uh, okay, this is fine. So she agreed. So then uh, yesterday we woke up and like she and she had a hangover. Like she she had gotten <laughs> fucked up. And uh, and we were talking about stuff. And I was like, I do have to uh, uh, tomorrow. I'm leaving probably like ten forty five to do the podcast. She's like, what podcast? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you don't remember? I was like, you you were dying to come. And she's like, ah, uh, and I was like, come on, think, think, who's, who's podcast? She goes, Insane Clown Posse? <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. No. no, it is not. <laughs> I go, no. And then is she goes, a- Tony Hawk. And I was like, yes, Tony Hawk. And so, so she did have it in there somehow, but you know, I was like, you were really sick. <laughs> but but I, I'm a little offended she chose not to come after <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fine. See how much joy you bring to people? <laughs> or not yes, we, we were at uh, his stepson's uh, skateboard shop opening and he ordered pizza for everybody and the pizza guy comes in he's just a dude you know what I mean he's like here's your pizza assholes and when he sees him I see the joy that, like the the guy's like oh holy like here's your pizza <laughs> and, 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 then, and then when he leaves like I see him walking towards his car like that dude's day is amped yeah, we're not we're talking yeah. hours later he's gonna be like dude still no way that happened and just me watching it was like you're ma- you're a magical creature oh. dude like whether you like it or not you bring joy well, wait, you got you got recognized on the street walking in here for yeah. this podcast that's a big moment for us that's, that's nice yeah. yeah but it's cool it is like you do. You guys are doing it too, man. Come on. Well, we, you know, for us, it's like a lot of times, you know, with cops, like, uh, oh, okay. oh wow, yeah, it's a lot of cops. We, yeah. we had. I got pulled over doing 120 miles an hour, and the, the like cop dragons. looked. He he. Uh, I rolled down the window, and he looked at Mister. Do you have any idea how fa- super troopers? <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, f- we play all those games you guys play, and he let me out of the. Yeah, wow. that was the, my, that was my only question. Yeah. Like, did you get yeah. a whole pass all the time? And then we had in, in Albuquerque Wait, all the time. Yeah, it happens all the time. Did you get pulled over? Uh, I've gotten out of like five or six of them. Really? Right? He even got a pol- after he got pulled over. They gave him a police escort. Yeah, we were we were uh, sick. Yeah. We were that throwing out sick. the first pitch at the Padres game. And um, I was late. Yeah, you can't be late because the baseball game. Yeah, yeah, starts. Fair yeah. And so we were driving so you down respect there. Respect the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so um, I was driving, and I got pulled over, and it was like ten miles from from Petco, from uh, the Padres Stadium. And the cop was like, uh, "Where are you going in such a hurry?" And I was like, "Well, I, I'm throwing the first pitch out of the Padres game, and I have to get there." And he's like who are you that you're throwing the first pitch out at the Padres game? And I was like, well, I made a movie called Super Troopers. And he's like, oh. And he like left. And then he came back like five minutes later. He's like, can I give you an escort to the stadium? Yes, you You can. And so we went to the stadium. And, uh, And I walked up to the front of the stadium and like there were three cops standing there. And and one guy was like, oh, I'm glad you made it. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, it went out over the radio that Farver got pulled over on the way down to the game. <laughs> and we just want to make sure you made it on time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, thank you. That's that great. is awesome. We, so we, like, the, the niche of the cop thing is really... Uh, yeah. Do you remember when we, we were filming Beer Fest in New Mexico? I love that movie. And we were, thank you. And, and we were having, uh, Kevin and Jay had rented a house and we were having a party there and there was a noise complaint. And the cops showed up to, to stop the party and they came in and we were there, and they were like, "No way!" <laughs> and then we started to party with them. So, yeah. and we have photos of it, and we're we're like, "This is back when weed was not legal anymore." We're like, 
ripping bongs <laughs> with our arms around these guys. <laughs> yeah. Pictures they would never want to get out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that is awesome. That's amazing. Well, hey, thanks, you guys, for, for yeah. the stories. Congratulations on everything. Thank, thank you. you, thank we you. Are, we are fans. And, Good, yeah. Um, oh, we should mention, we, so we got Tacoma FD that's coming out on Netflix. It's landing on Netflix, dropping on Netflix yeah. uh, end of December. Okay. I don't know when this goes out, but December 31st. It'll be um, out. Yep. It'll be out, yeah. So so it is out right now yeah. on Netflix. Oh, right. All the Tacoma FD Tacoma episodes. All, all the all episodes dropping seasons. at once? Yeah. We did a companion podcast for our, for the episodes, and so people can check that out also. Um, Called Talkoma. Talkoma. T-A-L-K. Yeah. Of course it is. Talkoma. It's wherever you That's get clever. Clever. Oh, yeah, you guys Very are clever. Very clever. Yeah. And then we'll work on Super Troopers 3. Okay. Is there a timeline for that? Hopefully this summer. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like all these studios are kind of ramping up again. Like they were all, they all went yeah, silent because of the strikes and stuff. And so yeah. we were in the middle of writing with them. Um, like we had a movie that came out last April called Quasi, which is on Hulu. And just plugging away. I know, I'm plugging away. And so we did that with them. And then the next step was going to be let's do Super Troopers 3. And then the strike kind of closed that down. So we, we just started up again. And hopefully this summer. Pumped. All right, meow. Good. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Thank you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you know, it was very Thank fun. you. Okay, you Excellent. Were all very impressive. That's really good, Tony. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm just trying to. I'm. You know, that was my subtle way of trying to get a cameo. Okay. Okay. Three, but you that, that can be arranged. That Ooh. Can be arranged. Yeah. Are you a good actor? Oh yeah. Uh, I, He's really good. At unless you're trying to get me make out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's talk about it. Let's think about. Well, it. it seems like half of our episode was about that. So I've, I've, I guess I could learn. I mean, the cops can pull over a guy on a skateboard. That's a pretty funny scene. Yeah. Going too fast. He is a criminal for sure. Going down a hill <laughs> over 55. Yeah. We're actually, you know, one thing we we have to figure out is what like the button of the movie is going to be, meaning like after the credits have rolled. What are we going to put at the end there? Like, who are we pulling over? What's going to be? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's good. Well, I don't want to ruin the surprise, but. Yeah. yeah. But so I'm Tony available. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, you guys. By the way, that's Got how it. you get an, uh, like, people have done that. Like, Stipe Miocic. Oh, he calls me out on the show all the time. Yeah. He used to do it, too, all the, all the time on the radio show, too. Yeah. What do I do? Like, hey, why aren't, why aren't you in the video game? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's. And guess what? <laughs> I'm in the video. Squeaky game. wheel, bro. Yeah, you just got to get in there. Character yeah. in the video. Hey, hey listen, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you? What do you want? I'll be you in want a skateboard. Game. I'll, you I'll want be a skateboard. Oh my God. Or? He wants to be in the video. Looking each other's that like. <laughs> subscribe, everybody. <laughs> you, want, you know, I want to be like. Uh, you know, like. Do you ever play the game Punch Out? Yeah. yeah. Video game. You know, like the first guy, Glass Joe. You yeah. can just kick his ass. Yeah. yeah. Like, can I be the level one uh, skateboard guy? Like Steve, he can. He can do. He can't even do an ollie. If you can, <laughs> this is the first. He does uh, power slides. Yeah. Everyone's yeah, gonna want to play on his Kryptonic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll get back to you on that. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's a no. Okay. Good <laughs> yeah.